This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Uh, Val, there's a truck backing up on our driveway. (laughs) 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 This spring, Night Horse Media brings you the most heartfelt sitcom of a generation. Now, kids, settle down and I'll teach you the secret of good cooking. You need two things. One, nonstick cookware. Two, lots of good, moist, tenderizing loving. With all their family coming to live together under one roof, due to the economic recession, stress is high, and the Night Horse household is bursting at the seams. It's my turn to play with the funny back massager. No, it's my turn to play with it. No, mine! Where did you get that from, kids? That's your answer, and uh, I think it needs to be washed. I need a stiff drink and a stiffer back massage but through frustration comes purpose and through hardship they discover what they never lost in the first place their love why did you do that why do you keep shutting me out all i want to do is be there for you i know i know but i can't control my gaming fix and i don't want to let you in on that pain you're already suffering enough We suffer together. That's what being a family means. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m., bring your family to meet ours and laugh your way through the tears. You may just leave with more in your head and more in your heart. I'm sorry I put your Game Boy in the toilet. I'm sorry I shaved my crotch on your toothbrush. Wait, you did what to my Game Boy? Keep it down, young youngins. Grandma can't hear the latest Glenn Miller from the squawking box. Can we put her in the home yet? She already is home. Our home. Keep up with the Night Horse family on Friday Night Fan Fiction, a family-friendly romp for friends and family of all ages. Warning, show is rated NC-17 for reasons that will become increasingly obvious with every passing minute of listening. Not for families, ever. We are talking. Whoa. We are talking girlfriend boobs. Wait a minute. Okay, good. Finally, an episode where I come back to something interesting. Girlfriend boobs. Girlfriend no. boobs. Were they square? I, I, I was saying that since since this lad is twenty four, that he is young enough that I could have a child his age. How old are and you? That, and that I. And that I copped my first feel. I felt my first girl boobs before he was even thought of. <laughs> His first girl boobs. My first girly boobs. As opposed to not girly boobs, boobs, which would be my As, own boobs. Yeah, exactly. I have felt myself up many a time before feeling other people's boobs. What was I feel the first pair of all the time. Yeah, first base with myself. Well, <laughs> better than getting the first base with your base. sister. Ah. Don't even don't even go there. I don't even want to think about that. Do you have a sister? Unfortunately. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I ah, guess that logically stems, but no. it's like I know you have a sister. David has a sister. Logan has a sister. Sean, only child. Oh, nice. No, I have two sisters. 
And Val, you have, am I the only person here that doesn't have a sister? Yes. Well, yes. you've got a younger brother, which is like a sister for you. I have two what? younger brothers, and no, it's not the same. Steve, here's what happened. You're, you're like, you're sitting there, you're, you're having a good old time with your brothers, and then you just kick them in the dick. So, I have kicked, I have kicked at least one of my brothers in the dick before. Yes. Exactly, that one's your sister now. No, he's not though, and he's also taller than me. He's about as tall as you, actually. I was never allowed to kick my sister in the dick. Are, are you I, saying I that you, you? Well, hold on, Steve. You're implying that because he's taller than you, he can't be a woman. No, I'm implying that you and him would get along because you're both tall. That doesn't. All of us tall people don't just hang out. Are you? We're not like. Oh yeah, you fucking no tall person. How are you doing? How's tall society? <laughs> Honestly, how's the weather? That's what you there? all did, though. Like, uh, it's no, a, it's none a of us of do that. Can breathe better because they rise above the smog. No, we're in the smog. Uh, you are the smog. This is Friday Night Fan Fiction. Joining me tonight, as always, are David, Logan, Val, Sean, and our guest tonight is the Shaggy Freak, whom we will be calling Will or Bill. What do you want to be called? Will Bill Shaggy, that guy, yeah, whatever. Right, that guy that right. didn't Will feel Bill Shaggy, that guy, uh, whatever. Yeah, that works. <laughs> what What brings you to our show? Um, he's a friend of mine. Well, he's oh, a friend of friend. mine, too. I, we, we gave him a Neo Geo CD at MAGFest 8. And I sold it. We didn't give him. We sold it. Like <laughs> Why did you sell it? Some yeah. friend you are. Because <laughs> I needed a 3DS at the time. Uh, but, but. Well, it's out in the wild, Dave. Go get it again. No, I don't want to get that thing. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably still at Starland. Oh, right. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it's probably. Well, anyways, it's, it's good to have you on the show after being friends with you for, I think it's like six or seven years now. Uh, Steve-O, I have known you for almost 10 years. Oh. <gasps> really? Damn. <laughs> yes. I knew David for slightly longer then. Ha-ha. <laughs> But you guys, Victory. Are, <laughs> again, also because he is taller, I saw him easier in the crowd. <laughs> what? No. I was like, I want that guy to be my friend because he could put me up on his shoulders and I can ride around. Steve-O invited himself over my house and did, it was cool. Did, uh, wait, no, cool. I didn't. I didn't. Yes, That's I did. And, and I still and I still have a picture of it from that day up on my wall. So was that like the price of entry getting a picture taken that way? Yes. Oh, yes. You're on like my wall Mount of shame. Rushmore? No, it's my wall of shame. Oh, oh that's cool. <laughs> Again, a picture of me right after getting kicked in the dick because he couldn't kick anybody else in the dick. Yes. Never again. His dick was so hard. <laughs> so it's just a picture of my penis with a hashtag never again underneath. <laughs> <laughs> never did it feel As so good. Alright, all do the typical thing. The show is currently a part of Nerdy Show Network. Check them out at nerdyshow.com. They got stuff. They got a Patreon. You can support it. They got some other cool shows. Be sure to go check kid it out. Sizes. Kid sizes. No. Yes, they have kid sizes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and also, also be sure to check out our website at fnf.nighthorsemedia.com. We got a live stream of old episodes. Also, we broadcast these episodes live. We have our SoundCloud links. You can find us on Twitter and come hang out on our Discord. We got 130 like-minded people who enjoy smut. So come on down to Steve Emporium. Hey, the Smut Emporium is mine, Steve. All right. Excuse me. Just I own because that channel. It, you do not own that channel. Just because you're I the biggest contributor channel. does that mean you own it, Dave? That is not how. This is not channel. politics, Dave. Yeah, let me, let me see them titties. No, you're the next contestant. You're the one that's on the posting the titties. No. Oh, Judy won't let me see them titties. 
Uh, 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 (laughs) (laughs) thank goodness tonight we are finishing our friggin lawn fic because i i'm glad that this is almost over uh we are right we finally will get some conflict in the story maybe no we won't (laughs) uh the conflict has been us reading this fucking fic yes that's actually very true makes sense and yes i realize i'm not posting it everywhere you guys can post it whatever chats you fucking want to okay post it in the simpsons quotes and i'll ban you (laughs) done you can't ban me dave i am super admin he is super (laughs) admin guy you can try it shit (laughs) (laughs) wait wait no i have a you have a what (laughs) it's a shame <laughs> it's a shame it won't show up on the well, recording. that channel's gone forever. No! Oh, hey, hey! I have banished the Shadow Realm to the Shadow Realm. You can't, you can't get rid of my channel because Dave's misbehaving. You got to blow up Simpsons chat for that. You got to remove Dave's permissions. Can we read now? It's eight ten, page ninety five. Yeah, steal Dave's permissions. Uh, Logan, wow, not over. working tonight. Over. Correct. No, I do. Oh, you do? I do work tonight. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't have enough time during the pre-show to ask you. All right, so Logan is first being refereed by Sean. This is a long motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. don't get yeah. us fucking started. <laughs> don't get me started, Steve. <laughs> Come on I down to know. Steve's Smut Emporium where I get you started. Don't get me started, Steve. I don't care how much Smut Emporium you got up in this smut. Drop your pants. I'll get you started. Four ninety five. Don't get me started. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> oh my god, he's trying to get me started. David reaches under my armpit and flips my switch. I don't know. I think you're more of like a lawnmower where you need to pull the cord to start it up. Wow. <laughs> don't wow. do not wow. do not yank my dipstick that hard, Logan. That would not no, be you, fun. you yank on his pubes. Oh Nobody is allowed to play odds or evens with my pubis. Whatever, I'll do it if I wanna. You don't have to. I cannot help but feel as if something is watching me, staring at me with evil eyes. Somebody's watching me! I don't know about you, but, but I'm, I'm hungry and go home. Somebody's watching me! What's all these sales on Steam? I still think that you, you're just worried about something. But if you want to leave my love, then we will. Link cupped his other hands on my other... Ch- his other how, hand. How on many my other, other hands does he have? <laughs> he has Twenty. Three. He has three oh, hands. He was born close with, to his. But to make you feel better, love, I will give you a nice hot sponge bath when we get. Oh, sponge bath is I'll, basically. Wait, I'll give, sponges exist. I'll give you a yeah. nice hot sponge, Bob. <laughs> Val, you know that sponges have existed for thousands of years, right? Thousands they're not, they're of years. They're close to the sea. Yeah, they are. Sponges they were are literally the time of Rita sea. Repulsa. They, oh, they mention it in another chapter, but they are, in fact, quite close to a sea. Yeah, it's like they're the Black Sea or some shit. No, they're also close to a sea. Remember, she got the silk from... No, uh, I don't remember. Okay, well... There you go. Like, why would I want to remember anything about this fic? Well, then stop questioning things. <laughs> There's going to be a quiz at the end. If you don't remember the story. Get out your number two pencils. Mm. Wait, 2H or 2B? Like, you know, you got to fill in the... Or ovals. not to be. No, no, it's the one from uh, fucking... Logan Reed! <laughs> it's Link the one from Logan Reed. He inclined <laughs> his lips to mine. After a minute of peaceful eternity, I looked deeply into his eyes. You always know how to make me feel better. And that's one of the reasons why I married you. 
I said softly against his lips, then inclined to them again. The moments we spent locked in each other's kiss seemed to tick to an eternity of pure bliss as our small, soft kisses soon gave way to deeper, more passionate kisses. As we held the blissful position, I suddenly felt warm and peaceful inside. Mm. The feelings of being watched soon left my body and opened up to ones of pleasure. No, the backing music just turned to carnival music. <laughs> like oh, the kind no. that you play on a calliope? Yes, that is it like the stuff you hear at a carousel. Oh, great. I love that shit. <laughs> you know, I, I love that some- shit. Logan Jenkins. Then we drew apart and I took Link's hand and nuzzled my cheek into his palm. I don't know what came over me. I suddenly feel foolish for thinking that something was watching me when it must have all been a dream. No shit. If that was the last paragraph, I would be wholeheartedly pissed. If only, if only. Me and I said, feeling slightly embarrassed, Link took his hand, lowered it under my chin, and lifted my head up until our eyes met again. You lift me up when I'm in need. I don't think you're foolish, my love. In fact, you're more than that. You're still the most marvelous, sweet, beautiful woman I feel in love with. (laughs) (laughs) And it's those reasons why you should not feel foolish. Link lowered his face and cupped his hands around my face again, drawing me closer until our noses were just barely touching. But if it would make you feel better sweet love we should start heading home now i think our son needs to get out of this night air and into bed is he he like reading from the voice of like epona i don't (laughs) know so that would be really strange okay so this story goes nowhere i'm just gonna let you know right now this is some person's super fantasy about her perfect life with her perfect husband and her perfect picket fence roommates or whatever. I don't know, Dave. It might be about to go somewhere. Also, isn't the horse's name Star Prancer or some shit? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Pony Dancer. Star, Star Dancer, I think. Yeah, Maybe. one of them is Star Dancer. They have a couple horses. <laughs> well, look at me. I'm a horse. Inclining forward, I softly placed a light kiss against his lips. You're right, my love. I would favor that we get home and get our son to bed. I'm also waiting in anxiety to get that sponge bath you promised me i said seductively did she mean anxiously no yes she means in anxiety wow that's intense i said seductively my eyes twinkling with a certain desire (laughs) as you wish link returned with a broad grin you are my queen he added teasingly then turned his horse towards the entrance to the lake and booted the horse in the legs. They rode off into the sunset and fell off a cliff into a ravine the end. (laughs) Nay, Steve. (laughs) off at a gallop with a gusty sigh and a soft smile. I gestured for our fairies to follow, then booted my horse as well and followed Link's path. After we arrived home, we stabbed the horse. Stable. (laughs) Stable. (laughs) It's dead, Jim. I put our son to bed, then joined Link, the tub room. 
Link is the tub room now. Yes, Link is oh, gone. <laughs> Inside the tub room, there is a tub girl. Yes. No. When I got there. It's two girls in a cup. He had oh. the tub already filled with hot water and 28. Uh, the Kari is a small, swift, predatory bird that lives along the borders of the Gerudu Valley. This small desert bird hunts small mice and lizards for food. Small. Thought. Small. Thought. It will occasionally attack larger lizards and other birds. The Kari is a territorial bird that will attack to defend its territory and any females in it from enemies and other encroaching males. So he filled the tub with birds. Ladies. Bacock. Laxious flower. Taking my hand in his, he removed my robe and gently lifted me into the tub. Ladies. Then I felt his broad hands against my shoulders as he begun to firmly massage them. As his gentle hands worked my sore, tired muscles, the soothing vapors of the luxurious flower penetrated my nose. So this isn't erotic, because in my mind, he's still holding her above the tub and massaging her (laughs) midair. You don't think being held up and massaged midair is erotic? Oh, no, I think so. I just don't think Link has enough hands. Well, we already established that he probably has at least three. (laughs) He's like Guru. No, he's more like Quaid. You know, he's got the arm just growing out of the middle of his chest. Uh, No, Trogdor. He's like Trogdor. Yeah, there you go. Trogdor only has one beefy arm. (laughs) Yeah, and it comes out his back. That's what he's using to massage. It's like a crane game. I began to feel relaxed. My body loosened up, and Link's soft and gentle words began to run through my mind. I felt my eyes slowly close as the good feeling of being pampered caused me to drift into a state of pure bliss. That reminds me how uh, (laughs) earlier today when I got home from work, I uh, ran a hot bath and then uh, an hour and a half later, I woke up uh, because I had fallen asleep in the bathtub. (laughs) Oh, dude. I once fell asleep, fell, I went to sleep in my basement and woke up in the bathtub. Oh, that's uh, less good because, see, I, I woke up in the same spot I fell asleep. No, I used to sleepwalk when I was younger. <laughs> I just sat there while Link massaged me, then bathed my body, removing the dust and dirt I picked up while caring for our horses. Oh, sorry, our house. Well, it kind of sucked because he decided to bathe me in rich, creamy nougat. No, no, it's laxious flower. No, no so it's, it's birds. <laughs> I'm being birthed in birds. Oh, God. The tweets. She's being, she's well, being battered, up into in, it. battered up in bird fat to be fried later. Oh, this is what I've wanted. I've always wanted to be the cheese in a double down. Ooh, gross. <laughs> no, thank you. Steve-O, you are the cheese in my double down. Oh. Uh. But as my pregnancy progressed, chores were getting harder and more tiring to do. Why is he making his wife do chores while she's pregnant? Because women do the chores. He's a men's rights activist. Uh, Ow, you threw things at me, woman. (laughs) (laughs) Are you done? Yes, I am. All right, fantastic. Next up is uh, David being refereed by Logan. Judy threw a pretzel at me, and now I feel emasculated. Well, I... (laughs) Good. I'm about to throw a fist at you and make you feel real emasculated. Back in my day, we didn't have this emasculation. We just had masculation. There was no electronic. Well, now, part of now that. we have to emasculate each other because it's on the internet. Right. Ha! So I decided that rather than take heat from Link from taking on overbearing responsibilities, 
I'd let him handle most of the housework like he did before during my first pregnancy until after I give birth. So I mentally decided that from that day forward until I had our second child, I would take it easy and relax. After Link finished bathing me, he helped me out of the tub and handed me my light blue halter gown. What's amazing my- is this is the most coherent voice he's done in the last month. It sounds yeah. like King, it, it sounds like King Candy. It is, and I love it. Oh, gotcha. Keep it up, King Candy. You're getting me off. Oh, yeah, you know, just keep licking that candy cane. I'll stay up all night if you want me to. <laughs> Suck on my rock candy. That's right. <laughs> my penis has jagged edges, apparently. <laughs> they don't ah. call it a raw head for nothing. Wow. <laughs> That's right. I ejaculate sour. <laughs> <laughs> I took it gently from him and slid it down over my body. The dress was snug and semi-tight-fitting. So I left nothing. Uh, so wait, so it left nothing to the imagination, and was one of Link's favorite things to have me wear, even though my belly stuck out. But you know what? He was into that Gerudo look, so it's okay. After his eyes looked me over with a lingering desire, he decided to push aside the feelings for now and took me by the hand and led me downstairs. We gathered the fairies and decided that since night air was brisk and cool, we should. Ugh. We should. What happened there? Did you just suddenly eat something disgusting? Well, I I missed the enjoy and started saying swing, which was the next line. So uh, (laughs) hold on. I got a drink. (sighs) We should enjoy the rest of the evening out on the porch swing. We went outside and sat down on the swing. I cuddled into Link's arms as he pushed the swing and caused it to move in a gentle rocking motion. Then I felt Link's muscular arms flink around me, pulling me into his gentle embrace. He cupped my boob. That was really unbecoming. Whatever, I'll, I'll go with it. I love the New York, he cupped my boob. <laughs> he cupped my boob. Don't even get me started, Steve. <laughs> Yo, Adrian, he cupped my boob. <laughs> he, was, he was making sure I didn't have any of that, uh, what's it called? The, what's the boob cancer? Uh, it's called boob cancer. <laughs> We're Medical terrible. term. Terrible! Absolutely terrible! I just rested my head against his chest and listened to the soft chirping sounds of the crickets for a few moments until Navi decided to stir up a conversation about the upcoming fall habits. We just sat there and talked in meaningless dribble about who was going to set up the decorations and who or who, just who might be the next lucky girl to win the dance contest. When I felt a sudden chill run up my spine and the feeling of being watched rushed over me again. Since our home was located inside a secluded spot in the lost woods, I knew that this time something was definitely wrong. I looked up into Link's eyes and whispered softly to him. Link, my love, I cannot help but feel as if we're being watched again. I know this seems crazy, but this time I know that, I, that I'm just not just. just <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly <laughs> turned into Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Can anybody do the sound of like a camera focusing and zooming? <laughs> Close enough. <No. laughs> Uh, there's some, uh, there's someone watching us. I low, I, I lowered my head and nestled closer to him, seeking the protection of his strong arms. <clears throat> Whatever it is causing me to shiver with a cold fear, I said in a shuddering voice. 
Blink lowered his head down so that his lips were brushed against my, uh, brushing my cheek. His warm breath tickled my skin. He took my my hand in his and brew. Uh, what? Man. Okay, so it's just two brushes in a row. That's why. He took my hand in his and brushed his lips, crossed my cheek. Don't worry, my love. Uh. I built this house inside a secluded spot. <coughs> Wonderful. Don't hurt yourself there. Terrible. It would be error. It would. Uh, fuck. It would wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Struggling. Stop it. All right, I'm trying. It would be too hard for anyone to find us. All those birds keep flying out of his mouth. (laughs) They nested there for the winter. (laughs) They got out of the bathtub when she was done and just went directly into the mouth. They just keep darting back and forth. They're like, yo, we found a worm back into this Link's mouth. Link's mouth is now a protected wildlife habitat. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) Link took his hand and gently... Link took his hand and gently lifted my head up until our eyes locked. Tenna, my dear wife, I've never been one love without you. I have always trusted your instincts. (laughs) Even though I find it hard to believe that. Just then, Navi cut in. Do you hear that? Hey, listen! Uh, that, that frequency is so high. It, uh, it almost didn't come through my headphones. Navi said in a whisper, her blue aura flickering wildly. Gently Link lowered my head and cocked his long, sensitive ears towards the sky. Sitting in a dead silence, we... Uh, sitting in a dead silence while he quietly listens for any strange sounds. I, too, focused my hearing on the dead silence of the night, waiting for any strange noises. After a few moments... Were you waiting for us to do strange noises? Kind of, but it didn't happen, so you guys let me know. Um, call, I guess. Yeah, oh. I just edit this in later. Ah! Um. That'll sound really good after the previous exchange. So. Hi, I'm David. I'm very tall, and Judy threw stuff at me earlier. Those are both facts. Oh, yes. <laughs> Judy, throw more things at David. Logan says to throw more things at me, but please don't. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, yes, that's Bobby's on my shoulder now. All right. I don't know. You're the one who got mad at me. You said something about women doing chores. Well, yeah, but that was for the lulls. Women don't have to do chores. This is 2017. <laughs> I kind of like that you had to think about what year it was for a second. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was about to say the 2000s, but that's not correct either. <sighs> Chirping crickets, sound of each other, sound of each other breathing. Link lowered his head and then looked back at Navi. Navi, I hear nothing. What is it you heard? Link questioned, slightly annoyed. It sounded like an eerie crunching noise, and I also felt as if we were being watched. Now the then uh, said, then silenced everyone again. There it is again! <laughs> she said as she cautiously floated towards a small clump of bushes. A light blue trail of fairy dust trailed behind her as she moved closer to the bush. Each move she made taking in heed. Next reader is going to be Steve, and he's no, going to be next reader is Steve. going to be Shaggy, refereed by Val. Mm, okay. <laughs> then she paused for a moment, just a few feet away from the bush. As if she was examining it. There was no way. We watched in dead silence as she floated there. Just. Hey, or her aura flickering wildly. Then suddenly her aura changed onto a bright red as she shakily. As she shakily started floating backwards. 
Link and I dropped off the swing and slowly made our war to the end of the porch. <laughs> our war? Yes. Okay, well then. Navi, what's wrong? Link called out to her worriedly. Link, Jenna, I suggest that we all get the hell out of here. Navi cried out as she turned around and started flying in a fast pace towards the house. Just then, a loud, shrill cry filled the air as a massively bat-like creature shot out from behind his ass, no, actually behind the thicket, and into the air. The beast's early red eyes were focusing down on us. Oh my godness, what the hell is that? I cried as I backed into Link, thrusting my shuddering body against his... Oh, goddesses, I don't know of, but everyone get into the house now. Link shrieked as he grabbed me by the arm and pulled me towards the house. The sounds of massively beating wings stirred the wind behind us as Link urgently pushed everyone into the house. Inside. Inside. Then bolted the door behind himself just before the beast managed to grab him. We watched in horror as the massively black bat like beast tried to rip and claw at the windows. Growl. Yeah. It's long white fangs caked. Hmm, cake. I could go for some cake. Dude, right? Let's yeah, fucking do let's, let's let's all quit the show do cake. Thick saliva cake too. Hmm, tasty. As go they glistened against the dim moonlight. I cried against Link's chest. Just <laughs> while he held me close to him. We are going what are we going to do? I said in between chokes of tears, my body shuddering with a cold fear. Just before Link could answer, my head snapped towards the winding staircases. I believe that's winding and it's correct. Oh, uh, winding, winding, whatever. It's all the same to me. It's not, though. It is. You have to drink now. It still works. Still a drink. Uh, Okay. Also, David, uh, take a look. Uh... The value of gold is minus 0.5 relative to yesterday. It does yeah, fucking that, go down. It's only going down in today, but tomorrow it'll be back up stronger than ever. <laughs> back up stronger than ever. <laughs> That's fine. Maybe we just go with Bitcoin instead. Yeah, Bitcoin's at what? 13,000 right now? <laughs> yes. Bitcoin's not worth investing in unless you did it at the beginning. Yes. Bitcoin is now at 14,000. It's not worth sticking it in unless you were there in the beginning. Oh my goddesses, Link. Our son is all alone up there. We have to get him. We have to. I screech as I pulled myself out of Link's strong arms. I can totally imagine. Oh my goddesses, Link! (laughs) Before he could stop me, I broke free and dashed into a dead run up the staircase towards the bed chambers. When I reached the top, I dashed into the bedchamber on my left, docking the door aside as I flung past. Gasping and out of breath, I hopped quickly over to the crib where our son was lying and reached my arms over the side to grab him when a loud death shrill echoed through the room through, you know, like throwing through. Yeah. Every single guest reader has pointed that out. (laughs) And host. Like like a ball. Rattling the windows relentlessly. Quickly, I grabbed our son because he is small. Hugged him close to my body and turned to run out when suddenly a large dark figure... They're all dark, aren't they? They're all large and dark. She's yep. very racist. 
And not, not just racist, she's very racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with massive weight, crashed through the window and landed on its legs, hind legs, in the massive leathery black wings beating with fury. Then the beast curled back its wing, twisted lips, revealing long, sharp, and white fangs. Oh, we got white this time now. Yep. White dripping with thick saliva. No, 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 no. Salvia. Salvia. Yep. With thick salvia. <laughs> what the hell is salvia? It's a drug. <laughs> While its chilling, deep, red, blood red eyes looked over me with such evil. No, over. Over me, over. With such evil that I sent cold shivers up my spine. That it sent. It sent cold shivers up in my spine. Look, you're not getting graded on this. You don't need to do it. Like Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hugged our crying son closer to my body as I slowly begun to back up. The beast's hollowless red eyes watching my every move with bloodless intentions flickering inside them. Slowly, the massive bat-like creature started matching my every move. Its vicious snarls and grunts caused my every muscle in my body to tremble in fear. Okay. It was at this point I knew the evil creature you was You just trying. keep drifting across different continents. Pick an accent and stick with it. <laughs> this is not a tour of Europe. Maybe it is. I was trying... I was at the point I knew the evil creature was trying to trap me inside the room. The intentions clear upon its twisted face. But I knew if my son, my unborn child, and I were going to survive, I had to escape at all costs. <sighs> all costs, yes. All those yeah. Bitcoin costs. I slowly continued to back up, watching the creature as if it mimicked me. Its fangs glistened against the dim light in the room as the salvia... Oh, it's saliva no, it, this time. Yeah. Okay, we got it right this time. Begun to drip faster and thicker from them, causing puddles of thick, oozy slime to form on the floor. But I waited for the right moment, the right moment to make my escape. Make my move on that Make gun. my pizza. <laughs> what make do you want zone. on your tombstone? I would like pepperoni. And onions. Yes. Bacon too, if possible. Yeah. There's no bacon Wait. anymore in this world. Pineapple. Yeah, Actually, I wonder, in the world of Mad Max, does bacon exist or no? Well, they're pigs that exist. So Okay. Yeah, watch Beyond Thunderdome. Uh, well, I was talking Who's about the, the, master? the rebooted universe. Master Blaster. All right, next up is Sean being refereed by me. That's actually who runs Barter Town, by the way. Mm. I know. I was, I, was, I was mixing movies up. <laughs> See, you don't test me when it comes to post-apocalypses, man. I know. Well, do you know what movie I was talking about? Nope. Sean. Uh, sad as you. Then a strange noise began to rumble inside the beast's body as its mouth began to open wider, causing a, a, causing a dank smell of dead flesh and rotting. Oh, God, it was a burp. It was a queen. Oh. Not that wrong mouth. Which set of lips. With that, the beast bucked its head back and let it let out an ear-piercing shrill cry that caused me to clench, causing my eardrums to feel like they were going to explode inside my head. The minutes the beast spent locked in that death cry seemed to tick to an eternity, when suddenly all went silent. And the next thing I knew, the beast had gone airborne and begun to dip into a death dive towards me. He's heading me. for the net from downtown! Oh my, he's on fire! 
With a shriek and eyes wide with fear, I decided to make my escape. Swiftly, I dashed towards the door, thrusting it aside as I darted past. I clenched my son tight against my shaking body as I went into a mad dash down the winding staircase. The sound of massive beating wings rang loudly behind me. Reaching the bottom, I grabbed a hold of Link and began to pull him with me. Oh my god, this is Link! We have to get the hell out of here! Attack me upstairs and it's uh, not Can you read that way. again? You dropped out. Where did I drop out? Just at? started Oh My Goddesses. Okay. Oh my goddesses, Link! We have to get the hell out of here! That flying beast attacked me upstairs and is now coming this way! I said just, fervently. Just kill the damn thing! Yeah, with your fucking airbender powers. That like, you have conveniently. Yeah. yeah. I said fervently in between gasps of breath, my hands trembling vigorously. His blue eyes suddenly changed into a deep shade of gray, causing them to widen with a paralyzing fear. Oh my! Lily! Navi! Arya! We must leave now! He cried as he grabbed me by the arm and pulled me into a dead run alongside him. Using his shoulder, Link bashed through the front door, causing the wood to shatter into splinters. Just as the loud crashing sound of the metal staircase buckling and twisting under massive weight rang loudly behind us. Just before Link and I rounded the corner, I saw the massive black bat creature landing heavily in our now mangled living room. Its mouth gapped wide as its death cry began to fill the night with cold fear. Do you believe in life after love? How do you uh, fill something with cold fear? Uh, that video game. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that makes sense. You know, something makes you so afraid that, you know, you, your blood runs cold. Well, it's, the sentence makes it sound like as if, if his fear was a, a, a tangible object. Yes, his fear is a popsicle. Or a, you, you've, you've never felt like fear was a tangible object? I've seen uh, Furbies well, before. When again, I saw Steve-O naked. No, cold uh, fear. You can't come out to me in one sentence and then be afraid of my genitals in another shag. Well, why can't he genitals? be afraid of your genitals when you definitely are? I'm not afraid of my genitals. I'm afraid of everybody else's, including mine. Yes, there's especially. A reason, there's a reason why I put a lock on the door when I sleep in the other room. He's afraid of vagina dentata. No, I'm not. Anyways, please continue, Sean. Link and I made our way through the darkness and into the stables where our horses were dancing around in fear, their eyes rolling back as their frightened whinnies filled the surrounding area. We proceeded to free the horses, allowing all but two to run out the barn and into the deep thicket of the forest. Quickly, Link saddled Midnight Star and Epona, then threw our saddlebags across them. Jenna, quickly, saddle our son, then mount. Don't mount we the must sun! quickly. Or the horse. Uh, Link said with urgency as he rallied our fairies, then mounted his stallion. We must hurry and ride to the castle to take sanctuary. With Haas... Oh, wait. It's, nah. With Haas, I quickly secured our crying son into his small saddle, then mounted Epona. With one last glance at each other, Link and I booted our horses in the legs. Don't boot them in the legs. You boot them in the ribs. Boot them in the head. Don't boot them anywhere. They're creatures. Booty they butt, have feelings. Booty butt, booty butt, bounce. <laughs> booty, booty. Causing them to whinny and take off out of the barn and into the cold night at a dead run. We raced around the winding trails, making our way out the tunnel that led to the lost woods and out onto the peaceful rolling hills of Hyrule Field. 
I lowered my head down against Epona's white mane as it whipped wildly in the wind. Then, hollowing noises of the wind rushing past us caused the silence of the night to be filled with chaos. Slowly, the castle started to come into view just as the loud, shrill cry of the bat beast rang through the forest, followed by the sound of massive leathery wings beating in the air. Slowly, I turned my head only to be faced with the sight of the massive evil creature swiftly emerging from the forest and into the air as it took pursuit after us. With a shudder, I lowered my body closer to Pona's body and urged her on to a faster pace, Nay. Causing, causing her to catch up with Link's horse and the trailing dust that glittered behind our frightened fairies. We pushed on, the vision of the castle coming closer into view, and the silhouette soon gave way to the sight of the shimmering stone that formed the castle walls. Next up is Valerie being refereed by David. Hooray! Um, yeah, while you while you read this riveting story, I'm going to go do some personal banking. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I've been thoroughly convinced right to invest time. in gold, and now is the best time because it's only going to go up. Not down. Link, we must hurry. The beast is in pursuit. I shriek. Oh, she shrieked. Link, we must hurry. The beast oh. is in pursuit. Oh, God. Um, you know, <laughs> we do live out sort of remotely, but um, there the cops are like a mile away, and I'm pretty sure they just heard you. Uh, we'll be fine. I shrieked over the cascading noises racing through, like throwing the night, my hands twitching nervously on the reins. Don't worry, love. We're almost there. Just hang on a little longer. Link called back, his voice being warped over the loud hauling noises. We won't make it if that damn beast catches up with us. I return angrily as I look back to see a large black shape with dead red eyes, trusting its massive wings against the wind as it begins to dip into a dead dive. Oh my god, it says, Link, it's closing in on us. I screech. Link, oh my favorite we must hurry! <coughs> Suddenly, the wooden bridge came into view as it lay across the small moat, as in not the right moat. Anyway, surrounding the shimmering walls that surrounded the market. Quickly, Jenna, we must cross the bridge before it closes for the night! Link cried out over the howling wind. Booting Epona in the legs, she bolted forward as she raced across the wooden bridge, causing a loud shuddering sound of hooves clicking wildly on it. Swiftly, Link and I raced through, throwing the market, and up the winding dirt path that led to Hyrule Castle as the loud shrieking cries of the beast rained loudly in the distance. Like, is it closing in on them, or is it, like, distant? That doesn't make sense. Well, not much has so far, has it? I know. We raced past the first gate! Sorry. Which amazingly was left open and up to the second gates, where two guards were resting lazily on their spears. Quickly, Link and I pulled our horses to a skidding halt and dismounted, waking the guards suddenly, causing them to jump shakily. And the guards looked at us skeptically. What business do you have here, Link, at this time of night? One of the guards asked questioningly. <laughs> asked questioningly. Yeah. Don't think about it. Ugh. This is not the time to ask questions. Hurry, we must see Princess Zelda now. It is it's great it's of great urgency. Link snapped as the shrill cry of a bat creature shattered the silence of the night. Its twisted black image came into view as it flew in front of a full moon, causing the guards to jump in fear. 
Oh, by the goddesses! What the hell is that? One of the guards cried out as he pointed skywards. That's what we came here about. Now we must hurry and take sanctuary inside. Open those damn gates now! I snapped as I grabbed one of the guard's spears and thrust it at him. Without any questions, the guard hastily opened the gates, allowing us to pass. I unfastened our son from his small saddle, then hastily followed Link and the guards into the sanctuary of the castle. Upon entering the castle, Link grabbed one of the serving girls that was passing by and... it! <clears throat> this is making me yawn so bad. Yeah. I've passed out and on the keyboard twice already. It's not very exciting. <laughs> Today? Just now. <laughs> He's got one of those like rare sleeping diseases, but only sleeps like two, three seconds at a time. <laughs> it's like a fish. I'm I'm speed running narcolepsy. Uh, okay. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it's a very good idea. Nope. I don't know. I mean, I, I developed a new sleep schedule where I can sleep for 20 minutes at a time. And if you wake up for five minutes after each 20 minutes, uh, the whole entire 20 minutes is nothing but REM sleep. And you get very well rested in about two hours. I prefer eight I feel hour like naps. that's an also a very easy way to start getting sleep deprivation and die. Eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all the, it's all the same. All right. Where was I? One of the serving girls that was passing by and told her to go and wake Princess Zelda. A skeptical look crossed her face, but without haste, she walked quickly in the direction towards Zelda's bedchambers. Uh, we were then directed to the throne room. A few minutes later, Zelda joined us along with her father in the throne room, tired and annoyed looks upon their faces. Zelda swiftly approached us, her blue eyes glowing with irritation. Lang Jenna, what is of such great importance for you both to come to the castle at this hour of the night? Zelda questioned as she crossed her arms across her chest. Princess, my dear friend, Link and I came her with terrible news. The news of a terrible creature that has entered Hyrule. So we're going to bring it to your dwarf. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a doggo. Borky Bork. Yep. I said shakily as I walked closer to Zelda, my brown eyes locking with hers. What? Creature. Speak up, my friend. What has happened? Zelda returned her ivory white hand resting upon my shoulder. No, that's a gloved hand. Princess, what my wife is trying to say is that terrible, e a terrible evil creature has attacked us in our home, causing us to flee from our house to take sanctuary here. Link added as Zelda blue Zelda's blue eyes began to fill with a mixture of shock and fear. God damn it! I cannot quite explain it myself, but I can say that the creature was of some gigantic black-like black bat creature with evil red eyes and vicious fangs. Of course they're red and they're evil because they're red, apparently. No, it's they're bad. evil because they're black. No, the, the evil red eyes and it's black-like bat creature, apparently. Next Keep up reading. is me. I'm sorry, I was talking with somebody on the side about something uh, quite important. Uh, next uh -huh. up is me being refereed by Sean. <clears throat> Uh, this is for you, Sim. And from the way it attacked me, I say its sole propose was to attack and kill me. Well, no shit. <laughs> I could tell he was trying to attack me by the way he attacked me. As he bit my head. Ugh. But for what reason, I still don't understand. I said shakily as I went into Link's arms in search of comfort. 
I just watched the Zelda and her father's eyes widen. The fear apparent in their eyes. Just then, our son started to cry loudly. Where, where? His little... That's not spelled incorrectly, Google. It's it's pointed. It's correct. What? It's, uh, it's saying pointy instead. <laughs> or it, it's suggesting pointy instead of pointed. <laughs> His little pointy ears. <laughs> Twitched uncontrollably as he squirmed. Twitch.com slash worst best friends. <laughs> Who are you talking to? I said twitch.tv slash oh, worst oh, best friends. Oh, oh, it's a Twitch joke. Uh, uh, yes. As he squirmed in my cold arm. I took the blanket I had stuffed in the small leather bag. I carried it and wrapped him in it. Shh, my son. Quiet down, little one. <laughs> Go the fuck to sleep. Go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, cooed bell. I cooed softly as I gently shook him in my arms. Don't shake the baby. How else am I supposed to get all the combination out if I don't shake the baby? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, in your Homestar voice, can you say, give me back my family? <laughs> all right. How do you want Homestar to say it? Do you want him to say it aggressively, passively, seductively? It, it, what? It's gotta it's gotta be as Harrison Ford would say it. Give me back my family. <laughs> <laughs> Give me back my family, Pom Pom. Give me back my family, Pom Pom. I need it. <laughs> For money. Okay, I'm gonna continue. <laughs> I cooed softly as I gently shook him in my arms. Then all you flew down and floated softly around his head. The light blue glittery dust caused him to stop crying momentarily as he waved his hands up to grasp it. Ba-da-do-da. At that point, I took the momentary, momentarily interruption of his crying to move off to one corner of the room. I think he needs to be fed. He's hungry, cold, and tired, and he's not going to take it anymore. <laughs> I, I said as I walked over to one of the velvety chairs in the corner, sat down, and proceeded to feed him in front of everyone. With the cameras. I just sat there feeding little Link. I can't say little Link in Homestar's voice. It's too gross. Do you like to like like little No, get that, get that like like tentacle out of my Wii's window. Well, Link had a fevered discussion with Zelda and the king about the new threat of a dangerous dark back creature roaming Hyrule. That's fun to say. Hyrule. <laughs> Do it again. I <laughs> The challenge is to use as few consonants as possible. <laughs> as I listened to Link describe the creature to Zelda, haunting memoirs of the disgusting creature filled up, filled into my mind. The thought of those evil red eyes and dank breath sent paralyzing shivers up my spine, causing my body to shake with a cold fear. Again, cold fear. Look for it at GameStop. I looked down at us. <laughs> Waited them for mature about a year, so I'll be. I looked down at our son suckling on my nipple. <laughs> Gross. And started to cry silently. I, I just imagine Homestar Runner breastfeeding. <laughs> that is something you would actually try to do, I bet. Yeah. So, David, we have to get Tony to redo his picture of the first no. oh, Yes. <laughs> small, 
crystal white tears begun to slowly stream down my face as the dread thoughts of what the, that evil creature might have done to our son should it have gotten a hold of him. And a mixture of fears waste through my mind on what reasons the creature would have wanted with our son or me caused the feelings of trepidation to wade through my body through my every vein. Then my head snapped and the cold fear waged up my spine again as the realization that I was still pregnant. Oh, is, is there rule 34 of a pregnant home star? No. Well, let's go find out. Let's go see if look there's for like, me. uh, the equivalent of the, um... The Sandy and SpongeBob pregnant with 9-11 in the background picture for uh, Home Star. <laughs> you know, one. <laughs> Never forget Foley pregnancy 9-11. Miracles into madness. <laughs> Home Star runner <laughs> pregnant 9-11. Well, it could be like a, in The Sims. It could be like in The Sims where yes. you know, the man gets pregnant by an alien. I began to shudder with the thought that if the creature had gotten a hold of me, oh, unborn son, or my family. Give me back my family. I clutched my son Taito as I slowly lowered my white hand to my belly. My fingers gently probing the wrinkles in the fabric of my gown. Oh my goddesses, was that creature really after me or was he really after our unborn child? I thought to myself as the thoughts of the creature caused my body to feel like going numb. What did all of Hyrule would it have wanted with our children? Then suddenly my body felt colder. <laughs> colder than cold. Okay. My body ice felt cold. like I was being turned into dry ice. What did you say, Logan? I didn't say anything. Is it because you've I'm been still? I'm still looking for a Homestar Runner pregnant 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> the shock of what came to mind caused me to feel paralyzed. Oh, God, this is... No! <laughs> Do not want... That cannot be what it wants from... The, what's them for? Or is it... Suddenly, I heard a gentle voice probe my mind. Are you okay, love? The voice called. I looked up and saw that... Oh, like, yeah. That's a thing. There's what? a lot of probing in this. There's a lot of lot of things in this. Can you say get off my plane in that voice? Sure, I can. Get off my plane. Give me back my plane. Get off my family. Just give us any Han <laughs> Solo line real quick. <laughs> It did the castle water twelve perfects. I get it. Say scruffy, say scruffy looking nerf herder. Who's scruffy looking? <laughs> What's nerf herder? I don't want to say that. It sounds what? like a slur. G- g- give me the worst Han Solo line, like the most banal thing he has said, and I will say it. Uh, like, sorry, princess. That's not even. Like, excuse me, princess. Are you okay, love? The voice called. I looked up and saw that Link was staring at me, his dark blue eyes filled with worry. Link, my love, I think we need to talk alone. I returned weakly back to him in his mind. Linkly. Link, Linkly? <laughs> <laughs> Linkly looked at me with a slight growing fear in his eyes, the color slowly draining from them, causing them to turn a shade of gray. One of the 50. What is it? What is wrong, my love? What? God damn it! What is wrong, love? What has you all worked up? It's just the. Uh, it's so hard to get right and f- for no apparent fucking reason like yeah. ask me again my love it's okay we'll talk alone breaking the connection link was able to temporarily pull himself away from zelda and a father to speak with me alone he he came over and sat down on the velvety chair beside me i almost read velvita <laughs> <laughs> velvita is not a good thing to make a chair out of 
As long as I mean, it's if it's like, well, if it's old and stale, it's fine. <laughs> as long as it's not like eighty degrees, okay. Uh, take taking his strong, warm arms and melting the tail, and embracing my shaking body gently in them. I gently moved our son to the other breast so we could finish feeding. The the looked up at Link, my eyes locking with his. I just sat there a moment and looked at him, unable to speak. (laughs) Then Link's eyes penetrated deep into mine as he finally broke the silence. I'm so glad that's the last I'll ever have to read of this fucking story. Logan, finish this goddamn story. She's double breasting. Jetta, what's wrong with you? (laughs) You don't look well. It's just, what's wrong? What's wrong? Link said with concern. (laughs) Stroking my shoulders. Link, it's just that Monty Python's flying circus. I believe I know why it attacked me. It's those very reasons that scares the shit out of me. I said shakily. As small tears begun to well up in my eyes. What? What reasons? Jenna, tell me what's troubling you! Link pleaded as his grip on my shoulders tightened. Then my eyes lowered. Link! I believe I know what the child was after! What the creature? Creature, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) I feel that it was after our children! Our son and our unborn child! I returned nearly... On the verge of tears. Suddenly, Link's face went a shade of white, the color completely draining from his eyes. What? Are you serious? Jenna? Are you sure? Jenna! My eye locked with his again. Link! Why do you think it came after me when it went to get our son? When I went to get our son? When we first ran into the house? It was shrieking and clawing at the windows upstairs! Downstairs. But don't you fuck downstairs. Why are there windows downstairs? But don't you find it a bit odd that it suddenly flew up and threw the window upstairs right after I ran up there? Suddenly, Link's eyes lowered toward our son. By the goddesses, you don't suppose? No, he cannot be what it was after. Link spurted, shaking, <laughs> suddenly hey, shaking. Babies are delicious. Shaking and raspy. I took my free hand and rested it gently on Link's. Love! Yes! I believe that it was our son! An unborn child the creature was after! There's no quote around this song. No. I'm not going to read it in that screechy voice. I fear that Ariakas is behind that attack. He sent the evil creature to carry out his revenge against us for helping Dalimar and for <laughs> eye-killing those true draconians. Also, Logan, I do have to say I have changed my Steam name to Dalimar the Drippy. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Just then, Link stopped suckling. Little Link. Little, then Little Link stopped suckling. I looked up at his father, giggled and smiled. His little blue eyes seemed to sparkle as he locked eyes with Link. I watched as Link smiled took him from my arms and cradled him in his own. With a teary smile, I inched over closer to Link and rested my head on his shoulder. Our son just giggled happily as his father teased and tickled him, causing tears to fall in steady streams down my face as I watched them. (laughs) Then I felt something move in my stomach, lowering my hand. I placed in upon my belly and felt the sudden thrust from within. 
The parasite. Our unborn child. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Our unborn child was kicking, and suddenly my head snapped. I was. It was at the point. I came back to the realization that it was that tiny life and the life of our son that was in danger. My face suddenly faltered as I looked back up at Link and directly into his eyes. Link! I'm afraid! I'm afraid that Ariakas will continue his attacks on our children until he kills them! I stammered as I started to cry uncontrollably. I fear that Ariakas will stop at nothing until he extracts out this revenge on us! I felt extracts. Yes, I felt Link's warm palm. No, sorry, that says worn palm on my cheek as he kissed me gingerly. Then he handed our son back to me as he gently embraced me again. Slowly, he rocked me in his arms while like a I hurricane. <laughs> All the fears inside caused my stomach to clench up. She, Jenna, it's all right. I swear by my own life. Then I will not let anything befall you or our children! Then Link put his hand underneath my chin and lifted my head up until our eyes met. But I agree with you, darling! I fear as well that Ariakas will stop at nothing to carry out our, his revenge against us! (laughs) Stop dying! (laughs) I'm done with that voice now. Yeah. (laughs) So I believe that it is time for us to locate the shadow realm and take Ariakas from within. Suddenly, my eyes went ghostly white. You cannot be serious, I screeched. Uh, well, she screeched, so I have to do it. You cannot be serious! <laughs> you cannot actually believe that we can enter that cursed place and hope to come out alive! I reached over and clasped both hands on Link's shoulders. If we go there, Ariakas will kill us for sure. And besides, we don't know what kind of evil creatures live in that place. We will be walking right into his hands, I cried as I shook Link profusely. Link looked up at me and smiled. That's why, love. His eyes seemed to glow with some kind of certainty. He will not know way... (laughs) Not know we are there. He will not know way, protein. (laughs) Path of darkness. End of story. Yay! Yay! And there's much rejoicing. Also, why is there pregnant Coach Z? Because <laughs> why not? Are we done? Did. Yes. Do you feel better? Yes! All right. Sweet. <laughs> Goodbye forever, Logan. Goodbye. Oh, I am so glad we are done, but we have another story to read tonight. But it's okay. It's a good one. At least I think it's a good one. It was recommended by... Oh, shit. It was recommended by Logan. It's not going to be a good one, is it? Probably not. No, okay. Yes, and that is literally... That is the end of the story. But, uh... Because it's... She probably Uh, made... She probably made a a second one. Words don't express how happy I am. Uh, Technically, there's still one last post note. Yes. Go for it. Don't care. We're done with it. I'm not doing it anymore. We're we're done. We're gonna treat it like they're, the Folgers coffee story. They're like 29 footnotes. Yeah, yeah. yeah we had to read every one of them. There's oh, wow. exactly 29 that were misnumbered in the story. Yep. Yep. I don't. I don't want the last one. It doesn't matter. Can we assume that they Jeez. died in the shadow realm? Yes, Gorgeous. You can assume they died in the shadow realm. I'm, it's just ugh. It's ugh. All right. So. <laughs> First up, oh, reading this, David being refereed by Val. This is The Hand You're Dealt, which is a uh, fan fiction of Cuphead. 
Two oh. girls and a cuphead. King Dice can't help feeling bitter over the devil's latest favorites. It's bad enough that he lost face by losing to them, but now he has to work with the insufferable little firebrands. And as a constant reminder of his inferiority, King Dice can't go a day without Cuphead mean-mugging and taking pot shots at him when no one else is looking. But King Dice is old hat at playing the hand he's dealt, and Cuphead will fold if he knows what's good for him. Chapter 1, The Hand You're Dealt. David? You've got to know when to hold him. Know when nope. to fold him. <laughs> hold your cup. King Dice can't help feeling bitter over the devil's latest favorites. It's bad enough he lost face by losing to them, but now he has to work with the insufferable little firebrands. Cuphead! King Dice snaps, and the young man scurries over. King can almost hear the slide whistles and horns accompanying Cuphead's bumblings. He sighs. Bring this to table five, and don't drop this one. Cuphead rolls his eyes, and a quick as a whip, he snaps his fingers and sends the bullet of flame at King's ankles. King's di- King Dice's quick reflexes save his pants leg and the platter of drinks, but not his pride. He glares at Cuphead, whose smug grin burns King up, just as if he, the bleh, just bleh, bleh. as if the shot had met the mark, met its mark. It's, yeah. King Dice clenches his free hand in his teeth and takes a deep breath. Cuphead crosses his arms and dares him with his eyes to retaliate. And oh, how he yearns to do so. <laughs> I have a slide whistle. Oh. Cuphead. The voice of reason hisses urgently. Mugman dashes to his brother's side in a puff of smoke and ready to place on the porcelain provocateur's shoulder. The night shift is over in an hour. Please don't make a scene. Raggishly, Cuphead's puffed out chest deflates. Next. There you go. <laughs> he reciprocates in the hand. Uh, he reciprocates the hand on his brother's shoulder and gives him a half hug. In gratitude, perhaps, or the king nearly gags to think of action. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Thanks for looking out. The ebb and flow of the casino's business is unrelenting. And so Mugman's Mugman can't justify staying to watch it how it all shakes out. I like that name. Mugman, get in here. You need to work on Saturday. Your reports are falling behind. But sir, I already Mugman, damn it! I'm not paying you to sit around and do nothing all day. I've seen you play solitaire well, on your Windows machine. I'm an intern. You're not paying me at all. I, yeah, you're getting paid an experience. <laughs> Go out and That's get me pictures of Spider-Man. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Mugman uh, is my new favorite character. Okay. <laughs> intern Mugman. Can you read the rest as intern Mugman? <laughs> okay. <laughs> He disengages from his brother with a hopeful smile, and he casts a furtive glance at King Dice's direction before hurrying off to continue serving the impatient patrons. Cuphead's expression transforms into something that is, on the surface, trite, and yet smugness emanates for every inch of him. Spirit. Does the does King hate him? Gosh, I'm sorry, Mr. King Dice, sir. I don't know how I could have forgotten my manners like that. Wait, that's Cuphead. So it's like, I'm sorry, Mr. King Dice, sir. I, didn't, I don't know how I could have forgotten my manners like that. <laughs> Cuphead shrugs with exaggerated sincerity, and his head pops off and spins like the spinning teacup ride on Clown Island. <laughs> there we go. When it lands between his shoulders again, he sniggers. You're almost Garfielding instead of Mugman. I forgot my head for more to touch. 
That's a little <laughs> too fast. Holy crap. Reel it back. I forget my head if it were attached. You know, I can always speed that up in post, so. I forget my head if it were attached. I can try to slow that down and see if it sounds like English or not. You'll slow it down and it, say, it will sound perfect. You'll be like, God damn it, he got me. Mm, well, we shall see. King touches his hand to his temple at the sensation of an oncoming migraine. And that was the table four and five. Cuphead <laughs> thinks aloud with theatrical confusion. Five, you insolent little imp. Oh shit, I spit on my screen. <laughs> uh, King Dice hands off a platter of drinks, and Cuphead takes it without any funny business. He does sketch a snide little bow, though. And for that, King wants to slap the man silly. But Mugman is right. Door closes an hour. The door the doors close in an hour. There really isn't any sense in making a scene. And not because it would scare off the customers or because the boss would come down on them for shirking their duties. On the contrary, customers and the boss alike would welcome a brawl. All the better to place their bets, after all. The problem is that Cuphead would be one slapping King King Dice. Silly. And they both know it. King Dice may be leagues ahead of the terrible two in terms of managerial competence. That means his position on the devil's side is at least somewhat secure. That does little to change the fact that the young upstarts can poke and prod and threaten King himself and just about get away with it every damn time. Uh, next up is Shaggy being refereed by Val. Val, you have to pull double duty and... Uh... Sean may have to pull double duty. That's fine. I've already pulled double duty. Then pull triple. They've already overpowered him once. And King Dice has no recourse for seeking reprimand against the pair. For the devil himself engages in many practices. Oh, that's enough. (laughs) That are morally morally upstanding establishments. But clarify as abuse. Classify. Classify as abuse. I need class. King Dice hardly thinks the devil would be impressed if he were to come to him complaining of the like. It's all well and good being a bully, King Dice supposes, up until someone stronger elbows their way into the picture. Mugman hands a paper slip of drink orders to the bartender, then begins making the rounds to replace loaded ashtrays and pick up empty glasses. Mugman is a hard worker. King Dice will give him that. But Cuphead. King watches as Cuphead cozies up to table five and passes drinks around. He shows off by lighting someone's cigar with one of those fire shots. Those shots of fire. fire. Yes. Fire shots. Fire shots. To the uproars delight of everyone at the table. Uh, uproarious. Uh, uproarious to the uproarious delight of everyone at the table. King covers his mouth to conceal the way his jaw momentarily drops. While Mugman makes his rounds, Cuphead attends to the customers with alarmingly competent showmanship. He endears himself to them with flattery and gallows humor, and he wheedles cigars and stories from between (laughs) between their crooked grins. He's been at it for weeks now, and he's a few weeks. He's been at it for a few weeks now, and he's only getting better. King Dice will have to keep a very, very close eye on him. But he's not getting, he's not going to lose sleep over it, of course. 
Every poker chip and martini glass and half-smoked cigar can be squeezed for the details of Cuphead's conversations later. Someone clears their throat politely from somewhere nearby, and King Dice looks down to see Mugman digging his shoe into the ground. Um, Mr. King Dice. He points to the counter where a new platter of drinks awaits. King had hadn't even noticed it arrive. Could you please hand me that order for table eight, please? Yeah, there was no first, please. Indeed. They can't reach the demon-sized counter, so they have to ask King to give them the orders if they don't want to be jumping around like a pair of lunatics and dropping glasses all night. As much as he can see the simpering and respectfulness for the ploy, it is to ease his anger at Cuphead. It nevertheless does soothe the worst of his nerves over. Strange, King thinks, that one of the agents of his humiliating defeat could have anything but a delicious deleterious yeah, I can read. I can't. I stopped being able to read about season two. I've just been winging it since then. I gotta say that the words in this are... It's eye quality. Yeah, Yeah, way fucking better than the last story we read. They used the dictionary here. It's pretty impressive. Maybe even a thesaurus. King Dice sighs, resigned to his inexplicable inability to harbor ill work for the more mild... Ill will. Ill will for the more mild-mannered member of the duo... All this, please. Thank you. Won't work. You and your wonders down here, kiddo. King Dice says as he hands off the platter. Mugman smiles as they are sharing a joke. Well, if it works all right on you, Mr. King Dice. King Dice curls his lip in disgust and shoos the young man away. Mugman trots off with a chipper smile. Mugman's perverse, perversing, persevering. (laughs) (laughs) Mugman's persevering pleasantness is almost as uncanny as Cuphead's implacable, incomplacable impishness. As the night gives way to dawn, the clear the tables clear out, and you almost did a metal song. Homestar, we need to get that quadruple bass pedal already. As the night gives way to dawn the tables clear out and the patrons cash in their chips king dice oversees it all with a skeleton crew of accountants next up is sean being referenced uh, by me hold on he said the patreons doesn't he mean patreon or patrons no patron uh, yeah no patreon no we don't have our own yet yet <laughs> you're now a patron of friday night fan fiction smut emporium <laughs> i like it a winner is a winner is you come for the fanfic stay for the coming yeah <laughs> All right, that's enough of the slide whistle. Put it away. But mommy, put it away. Don't put it in that hole. You're not allowed to yet. You're not 21. What? <laughs> I got the lube though. Please read, Sean. The porcelain pair aren't suited to this type of work. Is it about the fuck? Nice already. Yeah, aren't suited to this sort of work. They're not shrewd enough yet to have an eye for fast and large transactions. Gotta go fast. And neither does King Dice trust Cuphead not to try and skim off the top, nor Mugman to not be swept up in whatever his brother might be scheming. 
Today, he has them wash glasses with the skeleton bartender. He liked to cut them loose and have them out of his hair, so to speak. But he knows better than to leave them to their own devices after last time. King Dice shakes his head to clear it out of the unpleasant memory. The two of them will require a watchful eye. If King Dice doesn't want their behavior getting out of hand, and as for dealing with Cuphead's increasingly problematic bouts of aggression, King tries once more to imagine the devil being sympathetic to his plight. But all he can do is the hairy old bastard. Fuck. <laughs> But all he get, but all he can see is the hairy old bastard laughing in his face and mocking him for being soft. Felt it dice now, are we? King imagines the devil taunting. Should we retire you from casino management to hang from a rear view mirror somewhere? Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Uh, Val, there's a truck backing up in our driveway. (laughs) (laughs) Backs up, and there's just a bumper sticker that says, Praise be to Yevon. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) No, King Dice won't be getting any sympathy from the devil, but no matter. Wait, that's another one bites the dust. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) The king is more than capable of taking matters into his own hands. It's in one of the back rooms that the devil conducts his shadier business away from the eyes of the customers. Not for the purpose of saving face, no. It's not as if there are any illusions about what goes on in the devil's casino. In fact, most of the patrons would be happy to listen in. But privacy has a way of prying lay folks' dark and shameful desires from their wringing hands. Wow, this is getting way too deep for me. We need to go back to a a shittier story now. Yeah. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, Wrong ding. song. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> and out into the open. And it's much easier to strike a deal when all the cards are on the table. The room is lined with heavy red curtains and lit by a ring of fire that circumnavigates the oval room and climbs whenever the devil gets excited it or agitated. Circumnavigates the globe. <laughs> the entire earth is encircled in fire now. Fire. Naturally, the whole affair is fireproof. One has to invest in that sort of thing in hell. The only other light is the red, hot glow of cigar ends hanging from the mouths of those in attendance and the occasional glowing pair of eyes. The boss has called them into a meeting to discuss business, dividends, and all that. King Dice pays half... Fuck. Yeah. King Dice half pays attention to the devil's words and devotes the rest of his attention to keeping an eye on Cuphead and Mugman, who scamper around the table distributing drinks to the heads of staff of the casino. King Dice is the chief head of staff, of course, but better he should bring them all. King Dice can't be bothered to remember the devil's long-winded rants and relay the pertinent bits to them later. The naughty bits. Mm. The most pressing matter on this table this morning are the as-yet-uncollected soul contracts. King Dice thinks it's unwise to wait. But the devil wants to see his debitor squirm. And in the meantime, the miasm of dread his influence holds over Inkwell Isles drives more and more of its citizens to drink, gamble, and smoke to forget their troubles. Which means more business for the casino. 
business is good, and the devil is in good spirits. King Dice figures he can afford a brief lapse in attention to get himself sorted with a drink. As if on cue, Cuphead scurries past. King grabs a handle at the back of his head to stop him in his tracks. Okay, I, I want to stop the train right here. This isn't bad fan fiction. This is no genuinely well-written fan fiction. Like, I am thoroughly impressed. N- typically, we vet these ahead of time, but I had a migraine before the show tonight, so I asked one of the other hosts to take a look and see what material we could fill because I knew we would finish our long fic. Like, I, I don't know, it's weird. Breaking the-, the wall of, yes, we always read this terribly deliberately. This is good! Author, yeah. you are doing literally everything right! You've got you've got an extensive sense of of framing devices, you've got good characterization, a fantastic linguistic edge with all the words in your lexicon. It, this is awesome! Uh, Steve, was having, Steve was having an orgasm. I'm really enjoying it. Maybe it's, it's uh, the absence of Stockholm Syndrome with my inner life, but I really like this. Anyways, next up is uh, Val being referred by Dave. Maybe it's how bad the one was before. Maybe it's Maybelline. Ow! What the hey? Cuphead hisses. He reaches for King's hand, hands, but he can't get a solid grip with the strange angle. What do you want, Snake Eyes? King Dice releases Cuphead, and the young man sprawls to the floor, liquid sloshing out of his head. Bring me a martini, would you? Cuphead huffs, hefting himself to his feet and skulking up to the bar. King Dice settles back in his chair with a grin and lights another cigar. There are benefits to the presence of the devil's new enforcers, King Dice will grant. Tormenting him is only fun when one is bored beyond imagining. Even then, the mindless little things only dutifully accept mistreatment. Some of them even enjoy it, and where's the fun in that? Cuphead and Mogman, though, King Dice expects they'll provide fresh entertainment for years to come. Speaking of the little devil, Cuphead trots up to his chair and clears his throat softly. Through the deep, sweeping shadows, King Dice sees the firelight glint on the young man's porcelain head and the martini glass in his hand. King Dice counts himself surprised. He thought Cuphead might just ignore his request. As he reaches out to take it, however, Cuphead tips the glass content into King's lap. The olive tumbles across his pants leg and onto the floor. Cuphead's eyes glow faintly of mischief in the firelight and remain on King. What? There was no agent eyes. Highs. Oh, sorry. Lahayim. <laughs> Yes, Cuphead's eyes glow faintly of mischief in the firelight and remain on King's thorough throughout, making no mistake of his intent. Oops! Cuphead whispers with theatrical surpri- surprise. His grin is full of teeth. Terribly teeth. <laughs> yes. You add teeth. the aged. Full of teeth. No, I said teeth. Oh, I thought you said teeth. You said teeth. No. Teeth. Yeah, I said teeth. Anyway. Terribly sorry, Mr. King. King Dice reaches for Cuphead's throat, and the young man's head pops off smartly to evade his grasp. Not to be outdone, King snatches the disembodied head out of the air and places it on the table. Cuphead's body jumps in alarm as the red and white straw falls between his shoulders, and it scrambles to catch it. What was that? People dropping things behind me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I was having sound effects now. I'm like, what? Drop it like it's hot. Yep. It's the uh, inside of a hot pocket hot. Hot pocket. Well, in that case, it could be actually be frozen, so... Oh, yeah. damn. Uh-huh. He's got me with logic. Right. Uh, King Dice's lip curls in amusement. Oh, come on, scroll down. King! 
Cuphead says under his breath, a thread of panic warming its way into his irate tone. What are you doing? I can't deliver drinks like this. Oh, that won't be necessary, King Dice murmurs. He puffs on his cigar and sets it in a nearby ashtray. Then he lifts Cuphead to his face and exhales, smoking smoke curling out of his mouth and around the young man's face. Watching Cuphead's expression contort as he struggles not to inhale the smoke suits King's ego, even as the wasted martini cools and grows tacky in his lap. After all, he says, his lips close enough to be concealed from the rest of the dim room's occupants. You've already brought me something to drink, haven't you? King Dice glances down to see Cuphead's body wrangling the straw in his hand, in its hands. You're a scoundrel. Oh no, it's you're a scoundrel. Cuphead says miserably. You're a scoundrel. Yeah. He doesn't have to raise his voice at all for King Dice to hear him, given their proximity, and his silence makes it clear he understands the predicament he's in. He'd sooner be made a subject of mockery or pass around the table for everyone's amusement than give given reprieve if he raised the fuss. King Dice hums against the rim of the young man's head. A little late for flattery, don't you think? Cuphead rolls his eyes and scoffs. All right, next up is me being refereed by Sean. Excuse me. King Dice looks up, concerned that someone may have heard it. But he needn't have feared. The devil is recounting the tale of how he convinced the Root Pack to swear their souls to him for some reason. And the rest of the table's occupants are either paying rapt attention or else doing a remarkably sound impression of it. That suits King Dice just fine. Satisfied his foul play hasn't been noticed and won't be interrupted, King Dice tips the cup toward his lips for a taste of its mysterious contents. Cuphead screws his eyes shut and grimaces. Oh my god, I hope you choke! King Dice snorts with mirth, but he swallows the room temperature liquid without incident. It's nearly flavorless, but for subtle sweetness. As it goes down his gullet, an inexplicable flash of anger passes through him, though it's gone as quick as it comes. Why so lukewarm, Cuphead? Ugh. Drink for Ugg. No, 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 no. King Dice feels something tugging at his jacket, and he looks down to see Cuphead's gloved hand petitioning for his attention. King scowls at the cup in his hands. Get your grubby mitts off of me. You first! King Dice sets Cuphead down on the table. He keeps him from moving with one hand while he takes a drag of his cigar with the other. Amusingly, Cuphead's porcelain exterior begins to heat up. Probably more of that anger he inadvertently shared with King Dice earlier. Contrary to Cuphead's wishes, he expects. He places both his hands on either side of the cup to warm them. He can feel the edges of Cuphead's mouth curling into a sneer. King Dice pretends to pay attention to what the devil is saying, if only because he knows ignoring Cuphead will make him angrier. A worthy pursuit in its own right. Across the room, King Dice notices Mugman. Mugman! Mugman. <laughs> Mug Mugman is Hans Moleman's alter ego, isn't it? <laughs> oh, well. You seem to be doing your work today, Mr. Sun. Ow. Oh, no. <laughs> what would Hans Moleman's superpower be? The ability to get lit on fire by literally anything? I'm basically a wicker man. <laughs> 
bees, not the bees. Stand, standing vigil by the door. It's where the brothers tend to return when all the drinks have been replenished and the ashtrays refreshed. But it seems Mockman can't help but look around for his missing counterpart. That's what I'm going to say it from now on. King Dice waits until Mockman is looking. But it's Mockman. <laughs> Is that your shtick now? <laughs> I like it. But it seems... Oh, stop it! <laughs> is that the dog? No, my wife is clawing at my boob. <laughs> <laughs> is looking in his general direction, then raises his eyebrows and lifts Cuphead into the air with a small nod. Mugman! Zai's... <laughs> squint in confusion then go wide in recognition Cuphead with his face turned toward King Dice does not see the exchange and returns King Dice's look with bemusement. King Dice brings Cuphead to his lips and says it seems your brother has noticed your absence before taking another sip the sweet flavor has more nuance than he realized does King Dice detect a hint of cinnamon and the emotion that passes through him in a flash is delightfully embarrassment Cuphead's hand clenches against the fabric of King Dice's waistcoat. When King pulls the cup away from his lips, Cuphead's expression is tempestuous. You'd better sleep with one eye open tonight, King Dice. I'm sorry, I have to deliver it as Homestar. You'd better sleep with one eye open tonight, King Dice. <laughs> How dare you say this Would you stop that? <laughs> What? Have you become Beethoven? (laughs) (laughs) King King Dice smiles gamely at the sincerity of the threat. I'll keep that in mind. King Dice sets the cup back down on the table and sits back to enjoy the ambience of the room. It's a pleasant backdrop to the fleeting glow of his victory over Cuphead. Um, we have uh, two more pages to read. So we got, um, actually next up will be David followed by Sean. Why, why do I got to read three times? Okay, fine. Next up will be Sean that followed by Val. Hooray! I don't have what to read three got, times. What do I got to read three times? Okay, next up will be Val uh, and then me. Okay. Shaggy, did you want to read or no? I can do whatever you want me to do, baby. Okay. Finally. All right. Val, well, I, I feel like, Val, you and I have, have been <laughs> glossed over. Let's see. You go next, and then we'll see Shaggy may get the last page. Ooh, I like to. All right. Uh, David, make the dog noises again. <laughs> Idly, King Dice traces a finger around the rim of the cup, chiming in with a murmur of agreement with the rest of the staff heads when the devil asks a rhetorical question. To King Dice's great alarm, the devil turns his narrow gaze on the casino manager himself. King Dice! The devil booms. What do you have there? King Dice nearly swallows a cigar. He beats his chest with a fist as he coughs on the ash and smoke. Begging your pardon, boss? I ain't got nothing there. Here. Oh, here. Here, here. Oh yeah, David's supposed to be reffing you. Well, Sean's doing a very good job, so good job, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the devil's grin fills his face. King Dice feels his heart turn to concrete and sink into his stomach. Now, that obviously isn't true, is it, King Dice? The devil nods at King Dice's hands. Struck with a moment's inspiration, King Dice raises a cigar. Ah, we'll spot it, sir. This is a white owl cigar. 
Not that! The devil says, his sickly yellow eyes rolling in his sockets as his teeth grow sharper. The drink! The drink! King Dice can feel the pair of shaking hands seizing his waistcoat with a grip of iron. From his periphery, he can see that Cuphead's expression is terrified. But King Dice doesn't dare break eye contact with the devil. Oh, why didn't you say so? It's Irish coffee, sir. The devil's bristling hair settle down to simply unkempt. It looks thoughtful. You can be a Goombas. <laughs> Drinking coffee before bed? How self-destructive of you. King Dice lifts his cup towards the devil as if in a toast. Cuphead is pale as a ghost. The devil hums and strokes his chin. Then, catching a sight of Mugman by the door, he Mugman! barks out. Not quite. Mugman, Mugman get in here. No. <laughs> Mugman, bring me one as well. The devil's eyes rove across the room. And where's Cuphead? In the kitchen, sir. Mugman bluffs readily. King Dice grins. Good man. A murmur ripples across a table of similar orders inspired by the first, and Mugman rushes to serve them by himself. His brother certainly won't be helping him. King Dice is invigorated by their near discovery, but he doesn't take a sip of Cuphead's contents as he wants to as a reward for a jug well done. The poor man looks about ready to faint, and tasting the emotion attached to that expression sounds wholly unappetizing to King Dice. Unappetizing? Yes but informative, too. Mm-hmm. King Dice takes a sip, and Cuphead makes a scandalized sound. <laughs> How can you still be doing this when we were almost cut just now? The liquid, familiar now in taste, goes down smoothly. It's almost a game now, because King Dice has only an instant to identify all the emotions he feels before they're gone again. There's fear, yes, and a great deal of it. Frustration, to be sure. But could it be... Does King Dice imagine it? Or is there a punch of exhilaration deep beneath the other flavors of the brew? All right, I'm commandeering the last page because, damn it, I love this story and I want to keep reading it. Sorry, Shaggy, I'll give you a, I'll give you a bonus turn the next time you're on, but I fucking love Go this. Go for it. Go for story it. story is boring. No, David, it's because you're too busy looking at Judy's boobs. I want to look at Judy's boobs. No, you can't look at Judy's boobs. (laughs) Nobody else. Oh, no. No, they're Judy's boobs, not yours. Whoever asked, you should feel bad. Yeah, Shag, you feel bad about asking about my wife's boobs. No. I look at everyone's boobs. She's an equal opportunity boober? Yes. A boober is the the name for the head of a penis. What about a boobist? (laughs) A boo. Isn't that a kind of monk? That's no, a that's a Buddhist. Buddhist. That's a Buddhist. Hey, hey, hey. Next up is me being refereed by uh, Take Val. Take pictures of the dog. Oh, okay. No. Amid Actually, the din of the conversation, Cuphead is able to speak without drawing oh, attention to himself. Is this oh. how you get your kicks around here? He asks incredulously. King Dice hums with suppressed laughter. <laughs> well spotted. He commends and taps Cuphead on the nose. Cuphead rolls his eyes, but appears resigned to remain under Dang King Dice's you. thumb as long as the casino sleazy manager deigns to keep him. Hi, Judy. Steve says hi, by the way. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you've dropped your yes. penis. Cuphead rolls his eyes. <laughs> Did she say that you dropped your penis? Yes. It sounded like it. That's what, no, that's what she said. I'm not even going to lie. Cuphead <laughs> rolls his that's eyes. That's exactly what happened. Do you it, carry around a dildo? He no. Dried uh, bull penis. Yeah, there you go. Giant bull penis? Dried, dried bull penis, Steve. Oh, that doesn't make that's it any fine. better. No. 
<laughs> You're changing size for humidity. Wow. All right, I'm continuing. Cuphead rolls his eyes and appear, but appears resigned to remain under King Dice's thumb as long as the casino's sleazy manager deigns to keep him. I bet you don't even like Irish coffee. Cuphead accuses out of the blue, if only to impugn King Dice's cover story. Ha! On the contrary, I do like it, but I would have been satisfied with a martini, King Dice says pointedly. Cuphead stubbornly sticks his tongue out, but it doesn't take long for King Dice to see the acceptance of Cuphead's role in his own predicament pass across the man's face. Cuphead sighs, relenting. Sigh. Fine. <laughs> I won't pour any more drinks on you. Oh, was that on purpose? Har de har, Cuphead grumbles. Now will you let me down? I don't want to make Mugman do all the work. Mugman. <laughs> you drink for Mugman. And not for Mugman, drink for David's Mugman. You don't seem to have a problem with doing it during the night shift. Cuphead looks uncomfortable at the accusation. Having him rush around filling orders while you shoot the breeze with customers. Aren't you giving him the larger portion of the work already? Making sure the customer is satisfied is work too, Cuphead argues. But his reaction alone tells King Dice he's touched a sore spot. King Dice grins. And what if I'm not satisfied yet? Cuphead looks like he wants to spit on the man. I could give half a damn if you're satisfied, you leech. They remain that way for a few moments more. Cuphead with, a to with his toothless glare and King Dice with his winning smile as he strokes the rim of Cuphead's head. One more taste for the road, I think. I'd really rather you didn't. King Dice lifts Cuphead to his lips. I hope it tastes like sludge. I hope you gag on it. The fact that it still tastes as mild and sweet as before tells King Dice that Cuphead has no control over how the contents taste. When he swallows, however, something strange happens. The feeling that flashes through him is not so much an emotion as a sense of warmth, spreading instantaneously from his toes to his bow tie, and vanishing all too soon. King Dice ponders the strange sensation, becoming lost in thought. King Cup- uh, blah 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 blah. King Cup butt. <laughs> <laughs> King Cup, King Butt. That cup. is a contender for next Steam name, King Cup Butt. <laughs> <laughs> Cuphead takes advantage of his lapse in attention to bite his thumb. King Dice hisses and drops Cuphead in alarm and experiences an even graver sense of alarm when it seems the young man will crash right onto the thinly carpeted floor. It's one thing for them to be at each other's throats, but the devil would subject King Dice to horrors unspeakable if he put half of his reinforcing team out of commission. There's no reinforcing, it's just enforcing. Damn. You were doing great! You fucked it up, boss! Yeah. <laughs> you did fuck it up. Shh. Quiet, Mugman. Mugman. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, Cuphead's body catches the man's head just in time. Of course, surely he had been waiting for just such an opportunity to make his escape. Cuphead Don't straight. Call me Shirley. <laughs> I will. All the time. What was the, what the hell was that cartoon called that came in between Garfield episodes? Oh, the, the U.S. U.S. Acres. Yeah, or, U.S. Acres. Uh, yes. I remember hearing that joke on U.S. Acres and then watching Airplane and saying they stole that from the cartoon. And you're like, that now that you're older, you're like, oh wait, never mind. I'm yeah, an idiot. exactly. Yeah. Uh, 
Anyways, Cuphead straightens out his straw and drops it in his head. It looks a little worse for wear with all the fretting his hands had been doing, but King Dice expects barely anyone will notice. Cuphead places his head back on his shoulders, glaring at King Dice all the while. The expression carries remarkably little heat for all Cuphead's earlier threats. Strange. Before King Dice can question it, Mugman, Mugman! Mugman. <laughs> appears at Cuphead's side as if he had been waiting in the wings for his brother to regain his freedom, and the pair of them vanish through the door to the kitchen without a word. It's just as well, King Dice supposes. He's had his fun. He settles back into his chair with a cigar and begins to cross his legs. The movement reminds him with a rush of cool air of Cuphead's mischief and of the poor, innocent martini wasting away on his tailored suit. Scowling, King Dice takes a long, hard drag on his cigar. <laughs> <coughs> Mugman. <laughs> and that's it. We finished with four minutes to spare tonight. First night under in a while. Yay. Four minutes of Mugman. Yeah. Uh, David, just give us Mugman for four minutes. Mugman. 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 Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fanfictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fanfiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. Opening musical credits. Traveling by Tim Sheehy. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode. Mugman. 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 Mugman.